listening to Nerds on Film with Brian Moriarty, Sarah Ashley, Sean Moriarty, and Roxy Noberry. Can I do this sure. entire one as Vinny Two Dicks? Yes! Sure. Vinny Two A! Yes! Let's do it! I want to be Vinny Two Dicks for this whole podcast. Do I get to yeah. be Johnny Fake Felch then? Okay. Yeah, you can you're be Johnny only... Fake Felch and I'm Vinny Two Dicks. We should have a radio show together. Yeah, it'd be a morning zoo crew kind of thing, which is not passe at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh, I'll be God. the weather lady and Brian will be the like the boring midday guy after you I'll guys. All right, let's sports. start this off. Brian, <laughs> you do the intro. Uh, welcome back to the Nerdonic Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen, with Vinny Tunix and Johnny Fake Felch. Hey, what's going on here, Johnny Fake Felch? Hey, not much. Just just basically convincing people I'm going to felch come out of their ass and then I don't do it like usual. <laughs> you, no! you're, you're a son of a bitch. You are. I am. My mother bitch, raised the fool. You know how they say the opposite? Well, yeah. I'm the opposite. Oh, man. I'm going to punch you day. in the fucking head and then I'm going to suck your dick off. I'm gonna I suck know you're going to suck my dick off. it's going to come off in my mouth and then I'm going to swish the semen around and then yeah. I'm going to swallow it. <laughs> That seems like something that I tell people I'm going to do, and then I literally don't do it. Oh, you son of a yes. bitch. It's great. In fact, when you were in high school, I remember that you were voted most likely to suck another man's dick begrudgingly. I know. I know. And, and it was, was a so lot nice. of words on the page. They were pissed. And now for weather. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, come on. Oh, my God. God, Chandler! That was that was my Bobby Fleckman from Spider-Man. Are you Cat laughing moment. hysterically? <laughs> I am. That was my Janice ball moment Janice. from Friends. Yes. The ball is Janice. The ball is Janice. <laughs> oh my God! It's so fucking hot out here. Nobody's sucking two dicks or felching in this kind of humidity. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> suck two dicks at once. Wow. Out of the that is. I, I feel like, you know, just when I think we've pushed the envelope too far, we we find a new way of doing it. That's for sure. I'll, I'll push the envelope even further. I'm going to suck two black dicks. Oh, my God. Your mother is turning in her very recent grave right now. <laughs> very just recent. killed her. And now, her, now she's turning in her grave. The I first hope black happy. cock is the one that killed her. The second black cock is the one that killed her again. No, nah, I was going to say the second black cock resurrected her. And then my lie about felching from the cock. Out of her ass is what killed her because she was so disappointed. You're That's killing terrible. your father. That's terrible. That's Such terrible. Killing your father, Vinny. Much offense. You're killing your father, Vinny. You're killing your father. I just got Akbar twice in one day. <laughs> oh, I just got Akbar again Ooh, because I was talking about black the- dicks. Any of our black listeners are going to be really pissed off that they don't. Get to I don't hear think about we got any dicks. black listeners. We're pretty racist over here. Sorry, guys. You're pretty racist. So, we are pretty much have no Moulinians so, listening Brian, to us right now. So much for our multicultural initiative for Nerdonomy, eh? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, so far, it's the Nerdonomy way, it seems. So what have we seen lately, guys? What have we been watching? Uh-huh. Um, I endured the pain of the season finale of Outlander recently. <laughs> that was fucking torture. That was me. That was me. What queefing? Acting on behalf of Sarah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I, I thought queefing. that was you pretending queefing. to care oh, because you oh, two oh. episodes ago. <laughs> I have to represent though. Come on, man. Outlander is something that I need to talk about on this context. I got to geek That's out about it a little bit. Do it. And he has to go back and see and if you get to queef. If you get to oh, queef. Oh, Outlander. If you is that get the to one geek out, where Sean Connery and Christopher Lambert. 
assholes. That's Highlander. This is Outlander. Uh, no, it's the Diagonal Gabaldong, right? Remember? Diagonal Gabaldong? Diagonal Gabaldong. Who is actually our third sidekick on Vinny Two Dicks and Johnny Fake Felch in the morning. I cannot outdo you guys at all. You're a bunch of little... Diagonal Gabaldong. Talk about Outlander. So, okay. You remember how everyone lost their shit about the Sansa rape scene in Game of Thrones? Yes. That was like a couple weeks ago, right? Well, people are gonna... You know, I'm I'm surprised there's not too much backlash about it, but there's a lot of shit being lost about the um, rape scene in the season finale. And I don't want to give too much away because, I mean, it is kind of a major, you know, plot point, but... It's it's will it happen or won't it, you know, and it, I mean, I hate to say it, but it does happen. And there's been a lot of, you know, spoilers, a lot of stuff to say that it's going to happen. So people are not that surprised. And the way that it happens is extremely gratuitous, extremely graphic and extremely triggering. So mm. I'm going to get a little serious here and I'm not going to lie. It was extremely hard to watch. Can I ask and you I, a question, Roxy? Yeah, um, I don't know. Is, is, is <laughs> don't Outlander know. written and or directed and or produced by female artists? No. It's not? Actually, no, no, okay, no, no, no. Okay, I was no, going to no, say maybe that was the Sean, difference is no, that if a woman thing. makes this, it's, it's okay. It's written, if... written by a woman. The book, mm-hmm. the source material is a novel written by a woman. Mm-hmm. The executive producer of the show is a man. And uh, Ronald D. Moore made, made that creative choice to show the rape scene as it was very vividly. And he had a really hard time, I think, when he talked about the writing process of trying to keep it you know, appropriate and not as graphic, but at the same time, vivid. And, you know, he wanted to make sure that it was shown as accurately as possible. And he knew he was taking a risk because there's not a lot of stuff out there that shows um, male sexual violence where the man is the victim. So I thought that was an interesting choice that they would go and take that. And the actors um, in that scene in particular, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised that they're going to be nominated for Emmys. Because that was some powerful performances. So that yeah. was something that I experienced recently. How about you guys? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. It sounds, well, honestly, I'm not a Game of Thrones guy as right now. I want to get into it, but it's, I got so much to do. I know I'll just get addicted. So yeah. what, what, what do you see as the main differences between the rape scene that caused so much controversy and Game of Thrones mm-hmm. compared to this one? Was it, was it a little too stylized in Game of Thrones? Was it um, like... Well, I think the controversy in Game of Thrones is that it's just perpetuating the use of sexual violence against women in cinema and television. That's I, I, I never really Well, understood I understand that, because, but to a degree, yeah. if to ignore the, uh, the idea that and the sexual is, violence against women is no. prevalent, and it was prevalent also, than it's ever been. It's also a lot of fans of the books were very pissed off because in the books it didn't happen that way. Everybody made such a big deal about it, like, oh, treating women all shitty and stuff like that. And I'm like, what? That's the whole point, is that yeah. that guy is a horrible human being, and you yeah. want him to die in the worst possible way. And, and yet, everybody's like, he raped a woman, and I'm like, that's the best possible way of showing he's a terrible human being. And I wish Sarah was here right now, because I'm sure she'd have a better way of kind of expressing the overall, you know, opinion that a lot of social media outlets, as well as news outlets and commentators, have about... The controversy about the Sansa rape, because not only fans of the book and the show have a lot of strong opinions about it, but they're basically saying that the creators, uh, the the showrunners, right, uh, Lindelof and um, uh, D.B. Weiss. So, yeah, Weiss and Lindelof, the fact that they, they misinterpreted um, Sansa's character and they misinterpreted, I think, a lot of what happened within that storyline. 
to do with Ramsay Snow and um, and her character in particular. Because she wasn't even supposed to be married off to that guy. And there was actually a whole other character that wasn't even introduced in the, in the TV mm. show that okay. was supposed to endure that. So it's just kind of like Sansa, Sansa Stark's um, storyline is going to be taking a really drastic turn as a result of that. And I think a lot of fans of the show are really perturbed by it. So that's I, that's what I've kind of come to understand, and maybe I'm misinterpreting. I'd love feedback from our listeners, though, so yeah, if they want to keep good, talking about it. Because I don't it. watch the show. All I just know is that people are pissed. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm i not saying that I know enough about it and that I'm, you know, condoning it or saying it's okay, but I just think it was interesting. To, and it's the Outlander and how they did it and how they portrayed it. But, yeah, Brian. George R. R. Martin already, like, talked to the creators of Game yeah. of Thrones, the show, and he's like, hey, this is what's going on. This is the direction it's going. This is how I'm going to end it. They've already started taking some creative liberties because they don't want the show to be exactly the books. Mm-hmm. Because then people just kind of go, well, we know exactly what's going to happen at every single turn. They've killed off characters that don't die in the books. Yeah. They have let live characters that do die in the books. There's a lot of changes that they've made. And they've made all of their changes for very specific right. reasons because they want to take people's stories in a slightly different direction. Sure. Ultimately, it's going the same way. But so all the nerds that are like, oh, well, she wasn't supposed to get raped by him. And blah, 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 well, who fucking cares? The show. And yeah. they've already said they've been very open about the fact that the show is not a literal, no, comprehensive exactly. following mm-hmm. of the book. Yeah, you can. So, if they want to, they can always go back and read the fucking book again and it'll all go just the way they want it. Yeah. Ah, man, I'm just I'm kind of dreading the female perspective or even the feminist perspective feedback that a lot of people have been talking about, because, yeah, you don't want to see sexual violence against women happen ever. And in that same sense, there's this whole you could we could we could debate this forever. This could be a whole nother episode topic. I mean, God knows Sarah could probably create her own podcast about this. Um, and unfortunately, I, I feel like I'm a little outnumbered right now to be able to really get my point across as to what I'm saying. And maybe my argument isn't as strong as I think it could be. But in that no, regard, I like your argument. I just was trying to better understand it because I don't yeah. I don't watch the show. And that's the thing. I don't really know if I better understand my argument because I really I'm, I'm just kind of scrolling through what people are saying. And there's a lot of different opinions about this. Yeah. I think a lot of people share your opinion, Brian, and a lot of people have stronger arguments against it. And in that sense, it's it's opened up a huge dialogue about sexual violence in television. So when Outlander chose to portray male sexual violence, male on male, if anything, it was it was you know a man raping a man. Well, the and, feminists and, aren't going to complain about a man raping a man. I don't know. They don't care they? what happens. The episode came out yesterday. I, I we haven't seen with that, that much. I mean, it's feminism is about gender equality yeah. in its purest form. So, I mean... Nobody said anything when people are getting their dicks cut off in Game of Thrones, and that's, that's pretty a good sexually point. violent. Yeah, there was yeah. emasculation happening in you that You want to know why? Because we can fucking take it. <laughs> Shut up. So, anyway, I, I feel like I, I kind of opened a can of worms on that one, that's but okay. it's pretty relevant stuff. It's all kind of well, coming out like of the ether. We'll circle back to it. Men can often be funny. Like, you never mm. see humorous sexual violence against women. And, like, when it happens against men and it's not funny, people are just kind of like, oh, well, that sucks. That guy just got ass ripped or that guy just got his dick and balls cut off. Mm. Right. Like, there's a lot of yeah. outrage when it happens to a woman. Yes, I understand that. But, I mean, nobody yeah. says a damn thing when it happens to a guy. And, unfortunately, a lot of male victims of sexual violence yeah. do and not I, report I mean, it. It, it actually, so. I think, mm-hmm. calls to, like, the bigger question of just the, the innate sexism in our society, too, because yeah. it's women are fragile we 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 mourn when a woman is is objectified mm-hmm. in the worst way possible mm-hmm. but a man you know it just fucking take it yeah because you're a guy and that's horrible. what you gotta do 
and that's equally as wrong. I, um, I agree. So, anyway. It's to, a transition. To, bring this, to go take this on a lighter note. What do you see, Brian? Uh, well, so, I mean, we have now all seen Mad Max at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. In a couple of times. Speaking of feminism. <laughs> I saw it twice, too. I saw it 3D and regular. Yeah. Uh, nice. Beautifully shot. Oh, my God. Saw it in 3D. So worth so it. So fucking awesome. So worth oh, it for 3D. Worth it. Um, I loved Shirley Theron in that movie. Mm-hmm. My only regret so was good. actually that I kept looking at Tom Hardy and thinking, I wish this was Mel Gibson. Really? I did. He didn't... I'm not saying Tom Hardy did a bad job. Yeah? But I just... It wasn't the same you, for me. You were underwhelmed? Yeah, it just, it just wasn't the same. Mm. Like, the movie is incredibly respectful oh, to The Road yeah, Warrior. yeah, yeah. And I never for once thought I wasn't watching a Mad Max movie. I, I, know, I totally right? got that. Um, and obviously because, you no know, George Miller was the one behind it. And mm-hmm. so it was... It, it is another Mad Max movie. I just, I just, I wish it was Mel Gibson. That's mm. all. I, I, I was fine with Tom Hardy. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, it, it, they had to change up actors, and it, I don't think they could have gotten anybody better to play him than Tom Hardy. Well, it was, I mean, but, we had talked about this in the Mad Max episode. Yeah. It wasn't because Mel Gibson was too old. It was because Mel Gibson's controversy in his personal he's life. He's a fucking crazy he's person. Unhirable. Yeah, yeah uh, basically ruined his chances of getting in the movie. Even though he came to the premiere, apparently. Yeah. So Although, that kind of yeah. oddly great. enough, if he actually, if they actually just nut up or shut up and put him in this movie anyway, <laughs> after the, after, the, like, seeing what this movie has done for like the feminist perspective yeah. i think it would have redeemed him a little bit which would have been odd cons- considering the controversial part about him his abusive messages with his wife and how he views women as well, or at least well the, way the we question would be women. the question would be if he had been in the movie would he have not have demanded script changes that's exactly mm. where i would go with it and uh, that's something i don't understand is the whole like oh feminism feminism oh like everybody's making such a big deal about Char- Charlize theron's character and i'm just I don't like think it's a big deal she's just, awesome yeah, I, she's I, amazing. I don't understand how this is a huge controversial topic. It's a controversial for Everybody's the people like, oh, who are claiming their men's rights It's all about activists. Furiosa, yeah. and I'm just like, Mad Max is still in there. He's still a prominent character. Yeah, Furiosa happens to be a really badass yeah. female character. Why are people complaining about what? this? What is that organization that made that big complaint about boycotting the movie? Peter. Oh, the men. It wasn't oh, Peter, so sorry. there's a couple uh, of fucking blogs. One was We Killed the Mammoth, yeah. which is a, which is pretty much a woman hating men's rights. Yeah. Yes, it's blog. a bunch of virgins uh, blogging. That's it. <laughs> there was another organization that said that though that they were going to boycott it, and then there was this big you know backlash about that, and I think that really spawned the feminism debate and discussion. Right. Um, and it's definitely an unintentional feminist movie. <laughs> I don't think George Miller set out no, to do no, that. No, no, it, it wasn't it's not intentional at all, but. It, and I just think it's important to note that, you know, it's people are making a huge deal about it in the media and everything. But mm-hmm. at no point did I see any of like what they were really saying. I just enjoyed the movie thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I saw the movie the day it came out before all this whole, oh, it's feminist propaganda bullshit. Well, that started dropped. before it came and then, out. And then I'm just saying before it really caught any sort of traction. And now that it's and now that it's kind of this huge whirlwind of of bullshit going on between these super masculine cock knuckle bloggers mm-hmm. and the virgins. Yes. The virgins, <laughs> virgins and these, and these fucking whatever the hell they are at the other end. Like I, that shit picked up and got traction and started spinning out of control. And then I'm like, okay, well whatever. I went and saw it again and I'm just like, it's still the same damn movie. Mm-hmm. I've it's said it before movie and I'll say it again. Everybody at, what was it? We fucked the mammoth. What was it? We killed the mammoth. <laughs> okay, everybody at We Killed the Mammoth should die in a fire. That is your favorite thing. I love it. So 
here's what I will say. I think the only thing that you could... George Miller, with every movie he's made, has some sort of theme, some sort of social commentary theme, right? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. The first Mad Max was all about... Uh, road people, safety. Road safety. People, <laughs> vehicular... Essentially. Ve- vehicular... Manslaughter. Yeah. Second one was all about the gas shortage. Mm. Third one was all about water mm-hmm. resources. This one was all about human trafficking. It was very clearly that's what that's what the theme of the movie was it was addressing. It was a my property. Exactly, a very highly fantasized, highly stylized commentary on human trafficking. And you know, more power to you. You can make a fucking popcorn movie with a with a message like that's actually kind of good. That's what more than what most directors can do. Yeah. So more power to you. Other than that. Uh, first, catching us up on movies. Uh, so, Nap and I drove cross country uh, about a week ago. And Why? what we did to pass the time. Besides jock each other off. Uh, uh, which we did. Yeah. No, we did a We lot. did do our fair share of Dutch ruddering. Dutch ruddering is not jerking off. It's not gay enough. You weren't touching it. Double Dutch ruddering. We did a lot of double Dutch ruddering. It's not gay if you're holding their elbows. We watched one of each of the James Bond bonds. So, I saw one of each of the bonds. We watched six That means you had to watch Lazenby's one. And on that note, welcome to Nerds on Film, everyone. I'm Roxy Noberry. I'm Brian Moriarty. I'm likely to offend you, Sean Moriarty. (laughs) And joining us again in the Nerd Cave is... Sir Brian Knapp. Otherwise known as just Knapp. Knappington. Sir Brian Knappington. Napplesauce. Napplebottom jeans, boots Na- with the fur. <laughs> also known as Vinny Two Dicks. <laughs> A.K.A. Of Nappiness is a warm gun. <laughs> yes, that was a long opening. Holy yes, 30 minute opening. Yeah. Holy crap. That's, that's a, a long. passionate. That's um, got passion. That, that's it. mainly Sean. just because we didn't do a lot of research for this one. We're just going to no, let Nap take the wheels over. I did research for this one, time. but being a no, yeah, Nap and I, I should not Nap and I are be. pretty well researched for this episode. Good oh, you job, guys are? Boys. So why so, are we talking about James Bond today, guys? Because it's fun. Okay, that it is. Uh, because, because Bond is one of Nap's uh, nerd topics that he is truly passionate yes. about. Yeah. I want to open up the, the table oh, and, real quick. And because we are super looking forward to Spectre. <gasps> I absolutely. <gasps> yes. Right. Yes. So yes. What, how yeah. are we... Ta- are we Bond is a big subject. I mean, we're talking about, what, nearly 30 movies? 27? 24, 20? I believe we're... Oh, well, it's we're just not going to talk... About the Bond movies as much yeah. as the theories about them. Right. Yeah, so first, let me, let me open up the conversation with asking people really quickly, who is your James Bond? Mm. Which one do you identify with? Because this is going to play into the discussion as we get further into it. Daniel Craig all the way. I love the newer movies. They're my favorite ones. Daniel Craig. I grew up on Pierce Brosnan because I'm a child of the 90s. Literally? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck she up. Like, did you live in a pouch, a marsupial pouch on the really front of it? I... You grew up on Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> Well, I grew up in Canada, so logistically, yeah, I kind of geographically was above him. Um, no. <laughs> but Daniel Craig definitely opened my eyes. I love, love, love Casino Royale. Or at least yeah. the late 2000s version of it. Because I know it's a remake, right? Yeah, I agree. agreed. For me, um, it's a tie. Craig is awesome just because the material they've given him to work with is mm-hmm. so much richer mm-hmm. yeah. uh, than the, the older kind of more campier Bond movies. Um, but I also got to say, and you guys are going to laugh at me for this, my close second actually is Lazenby. Ooh. I hadn't seen Lazenby until Oh, you're until one of this... those people. <laughs> <laughs> Lazenby, I, I, will, I will back more. Lazenby fights really well. Yeah, so Lazenby, I, I finally saw him for the first time because I'd never seen On Your Majesty's Secret Service. Literally? Until the road trip. Like, on her Secret Service? 
Sorry. Stop it. In Stop. a marsupial <laughs> pouch. Quit. Quit it. So first of all, yes, he fights very, very well. Here's the thing. Yeah. Bond is a trained assassin. He is a commander in the Royal Navy. He has military training. He is supposed to have more than adequate, in fact, expert hand-to-hand combat skills. The two people who who embody that sense of military training the most are, in fact, two, two people who are in the best physical shape were Daniel Craig and George Lazenby. That being said, George Lazenby was great because he had to do half of the movie in disguise. Wow. So he had to play another character, which he did extremely well and very convincingly <laughs> on top of him having to be, by the way, trying to take over the mantle of Sean Connery and still kind of doing it justice, you know? Um, and Connery was Australian so well established, it's ridiculous, like, to that the amount of pressure. Yeah, exactly. And the Australian accent did slip a couple of times. It was ah, very... It was, but, tricky, but, tricky. But he tricky was... Dick. When he was doing his accent, he was very clearly modeling it after Sean Connery's voice, uh, minus the shh sound. Yeah. So, Ooh, so which do you Sean think... Connery actually did a really good job of keeping that under control while he was playing Bond. I mean, if you watch any Connery Bond movie, it's yes, it's still easily recognizable as Sean Connery's, you know, very debonair, Scottish. charming Scottish accent. But he does he does really quell the shh an awful lot. Yeah. Well, yes. Wait, wait. So does that kind of lead to the theory then of a possibility that the actor you're talking about, he was trying to continue on the theory of Sean Connery's Bond, him trying to be the same Bond, that they're so the same person? There's, there's, there's the question, there's the eternal question of, are these the same Bonds? And there's a fan theory that exists that says that James Bond 007, which was, this was parodied in the movie, the original Casino Royale that Woody yeah. Allen made, that Bond 007 is, in fact, an alias. Before so, we get to that, let's talk about Nap's uh, favorites. Yes. Oh, man, I hate being asked that question. Yeah. Um, Sorry. You're yeah, no, 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 Do no, a Sarah no, 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 no. actually yeah, and pick your top three. So pick six. Pick, pick a quarter <laughs> yeah, of them. Like yeah, Sarah pick like. three. I'll give you my top five. It's everybody but more. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm not huge on Roger Moore. I, I like him as an actor. I don't like him Moore as a Moore definitely gets the award for being the most English. Yes, <laughs> he's, and that's, and that's what it is. Up, is his, his character is very English and very creepy as well. He's, like, yeah, he's, he's a douche. A I don't rapey. like him as a person. He's a little rapey. Um, but he's also like super British. And like I understand James Bond is you know fucking poster child for the British Secret Service. But at the same time, the guy's a fucking killer. And you don't get that from Moore. You get a kind of rapey, very stuffy British Anti-social. guy from Moore. And again, mm-hmm. Moore, great actor. Not a fantastic Bond, in my opinion. My James Bond always has been and always will be Sean Connery. Um, but a close I, second is I, someone else, right? It's Timothy uh, Dalton, isn't it? Let's continue. Finish, I, finish your Sean yeah. Connery thought. I, I, I was raised. <laughs> Thank you, Roxy. Uh, finish. I, stay on for topic. keeping us together. I'm trying. I'm sorry. They're giving you too much. I want to keep you focused. <laughs> um, I, I, I was raised with Connery, and um, I, I did my best to watch the Bond movies sequentially growing up, and it's it's really hard to do that, and and be able to choose anybody other than the first one that you see and the one that you see for like six straight movies. Uh, as your your idea of what Bond is. Mm. That being said, I think Craig is fantastic. He's a, the most Connery-like uh, of the newer Bonds. He's very sloppy, not in like a in a screw up kind of way, but he's an emotional way. Uh, yeah. Yes, in an yeah, emotional he's not well put way, and as a person, emotionally, as a yeah. person, he's traumatized. He's very complex, very traumatized. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, he's got a lot going on. 
and he's not as put together and proper and prim and British as Stiff up a yeah. Yeah. Um, He's not a I, Kingsman. Mm-mm. No, he's not. He's not. And uh, actually, when Connery was first cast as Bond, uh, it infuriated Ian Fleming. He he wow. did not want Connery. That was not what he was expecting. That's not what he wanted uh, for James Bond. It wasn't the character at all until he actually saw Connery acting. He saw Connery's Bond, and he's like, this is just fantastic. I love this. It's wonderful. Mm. Um, so... Uh, and also having read the books, you, you get that. Um, James Bond may or may not be um, the, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Sean Connery may or may not be the James Bond from the books that you would get from it. Generally, people will say, well, it's more of a Dalton. Dalton was James Bond. That the, the, the actor portrayed James Bond from the books the best on camera. In he talked context. through his teeth a lot like Nigel Bottom Tooth. <laughs> he was very he was very smug and very mm. very elitist. Uh he he was smarter than the other guy. He's he, the bad he, guy yeah, from the Rocketeer, knew, but as he was, Bond. <laughs> yeah. He he was smarter than the other guy and he knew he was smarter than the other guy and he was so he always had that kind of half cocky smile about him whenever mm-hmm. he was doing anything and it was just glorious just watching him you were, you got behind him you're like this guy this guy's going to save the whole fucking planet. Love with, this guy. But with Craig, he's a little bit less trustworthy because he's more impulsive, maybe? Yeah. Craig he's more of an anti-hero. In- he's more like a man with no name kind of guy. Kind of. To yeah. go back Good to our back. last. I said more <laughs> of, not like nowhere near exactly like. I'm just saying it's got a little bit of that sprinkled in there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like the angry ginger kid. Yeah, he's and he's much more, no I guess, much more Machiavellian <laughs> in the way that he operates. He's He he flagrantly disobeys a lot of laws. Yeah, he which is amazing. He a lot of protocols. Fuck and, laws. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's he's very uh, he's very unpredictable. Yeah. But he gets the job done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So interesting. Start. So wait a second. So Did Sean, you so you just ranked those Connery, Craig, Dalton as your top three? Dalton, yes. And then yeah. if I'm going after that, I would probably go uh, Lazenby, Brosnan, more. <gasps> Lazenby could be higher if it weren't for, as Brian pointed out, and it's what I pointed out while we were watching the movie, his Australian <laughs> accent slips through so much. Damn. It gets kind of annoying. He's a great fighter, and it's kind of unfortunate that he was only in one movie. Mm. I can't stand the writing for uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Just because, like the first five minutes of the movie, this never happened to the other guy. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But overall, yeah. isn't uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service is like one of the highest rated ones as of late. I'm not sure how well it was received when it came out, but like there's a lot of shit online, a lot of people who defend that movie as like, that should be in the top three Bond movies. Because it gives the Bond a lot of character depth. It too. does. It gives him a lot of depth. Uh, it does a lot for really flushing out the character and giving and you Teresa, more. And uh, Teresa, uh, I can't remember her full name. Teresa Bond. Teresa, <laughs> Teresa Bond. Teresa Bond for like five minutes. Um, yeah. Which is interesting because uh, Ian Fleming was quoted as saying when he first wrote the first book um, in 1953, he wanted Bond to be a really dull, uninteresting person to which things happened to him rather than him kind of perpetuating his own story because he's a right. fully fleshed out person. Rather, he wanted him to be a blunt instrument. And when he was casting him for the na- the actual name James Bond, he thought that that actual name was probably the dullest name he's ever heard. So hence the actual creation of James right. Bond, the name. Right. I think that's an interesting kind of perspective to take because when you, you talk about how each actor really personified Bond in so many unique ways... 
who is the James Bond persona? Right. You know, what is this person and why is Craig of all of them such an emotional portrayal? And yeah. why do we care so much more about Craig than we have in the past? And why do we not really trust him or maybe even respect him as we would have like maybe with Lazenby or not Lazenby, but um, who am I thinking of ones that we, you mentioned there was one that was really kind of uh, uppity. Like, oh, uh, Roger Moore. The, was it the Roger Moore? Yes, Roger one? Moore, yeah. stuffy British. Yeah. Which, uh, which begs the question, um, who would uh, Ian Fleming's favorite Bond be? Mm. And I think... Well, he I only think... lived for one. He only lived to see Sean Connery. Yes. If but yeah, that's guess. why I said would be, not yeah. is. If right. you could um, guess, though, who would it be? I, I would think Dalton. I think he would love Dalton. Yeah. Yeah, Dalton's pretty good, I gotta say. Um, I did yeah. enjoy him quite a bit. There's a fan theory out there that they're saying that... James Bond is actually a retelling of either Ian Fleming's own life or what? a friend of Ian Fleming. That's um, not a fan theory. That's, that's reality. That is fact. Was it, is Ian it a fact? Fleming uh, belonged to a uh, a British organization oh. with Christopher Lee uh, and several other nice. individuals, and they used to kill the shit out of people for the British government. Oh my god! Uh, Wait, are you yeah. serious? So it's not a theory, oh, yeah. it's reality. Fleming, the, why, I am such a shitty film nerd right now not knowing that shit. Obviously, like the movies. space lasers, obviously the space lasers and shit are all made up, wow. but a lot of the... Uh, you mean Moonraker? Of the James was not Moonraker real. was an awful movie. I'm Damn sorry. It. No, Moonraker actually was the only thing that was real. They just didn't have lasers on it. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, but uh, it's a lot the, of the only meat, thing lo- that was real. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the meat, a lot of the Nothing meat of real. the James Bond series was based on his actual experiences, Jesus. running around the world killing the fuck out of people for the British government. Wow. Um, wow. Christopher Lee During was World killing War II, people. To be more specific. Yes. Christopher Holy Lee, who before he was Bond Dracula villain. or Count Dooku. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, in fact, during the filming of uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy, uh, when his character gets stabbed in the back, Peter Jackson is trying to direct him, and his response was something akin to, I believe I know the sound a man makes when he gets stabbed in the back. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He used to kill the fuck out of people. Just <laughs> I just love the how time. Just... Oh, the name of this episode should be Ian Fleming and Christopher Lee used to kill the fuck out of people. That should just be the name of the episode. <laughs> Done. I, I, I like it. Killing, no, dude, killing the fuck out of people the British way. There, oh, yeah. No, and there were there were women in the group, too. Very, oh. very pro-female. Thanks, uh, Nap. What? <laughs> they were female Calling assassins. That out. I love they it. They killed the oh, shit yeah. out of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they were... Good too. They well, would seduce German soldiers, uh, German officers, and just, just fucking. There's kill a theory them. actually about the new great. Casino Royale that Vesper Lind was the real James Bond in that, and that Daniel Craig was more of an object in that than it. Because you see, like the scene when he's getting out of the ocean, the way that he walks out of it all slow mo. You're like, you totally objectify him in that moment if you're a chick. Or the, I love how that. that is kind of parodying the other two movies that have done that with women. Right, I mean, Halle Berry and all that. No to be totally and, fair, of all the Bonds, yeah. Daniel Craig is in the best physical shape of any oh yeah yep. but then back to the best idea guy, oh, yeah. she is quoted as saying god what does she say like bond should be articulate bond should be you know planning meticulous and what is her character but somebody who has a plan and does what she has to do to follow through with it you know the reveal at the end of that movie where we're all shocked and appalled at how she betrayed him right well she got the job done yeah she she did she did I, she I was hands down the she... best Bond girl ever the best actress yeah. and the best yes. story and I'm sorry Sarah I love them titties oh the <laughs> oh, yeah. green titties 
She's she got is, great boobs. Oh my god! I, I would I would not go as far as to say I think she was James Bond in that movie. But she's I think Bond-like. That, yeah, that's a little crazy. She, she was very Bond like, and I think uh, what they were doing is since that was Bond's first mission, mm-hmm. I think that's where that she taught Bond to Bond. Yeah, like, I think and that, that's where and he I love got how that story makes him that's like because really that was the first yeah. Bond book. That was the first Bond well, book that, and set a tone for him like being tortured. Like, that's yeah. why he just fucks bitches all over the world and does not, mm-hmm. like, actually get attached to them because the first time he did, it ruined him just like it ruined yeah. us as the audience. The well, first woman he really off. loved kind of stabbed him in the back. And, but you also see that he's kind of like a just a random killing machine up to that point. He's not yeah. very calculated. He's not good at what he yeah. does. He and then that turning her, point. And he slowly becomes more Bond. And by yeah. the end of the movie, you see him with the assault rifle and the suit, you know, picking people off from Such a distance. A and... I, I think she was pivotal, yeah. if not almost entirely responsible for the quality of assassin that he became. So although I would not go as far as to be like, oh, well, she was Bond in it. Mm-hmm. She was definitely what made him Bond. You know what? Awesome. I think we've established that uh, Christopher Lee and Ian Fleming killed the shit out of people. But <laughs> if we're going on that they're real, that the experiences they had together are somewhat inspiring Bond movies, are we going to also say that Ian Fleming and Christopher Lee also fucked the shit out of a lot of people? <laughs> they may have. I uh, I do not know that much about uh, their personal lives. Uh, we could call. What about Vinny Two Dicks over there? Him. Do you know about what their dicks were up to? Dude, I know what all dicks are up to. That's wow. why they call me Vinny Two Dicks. I okay. know what two dick. <laughs> One dick I use for fucking right, the other dick dicks is like it. a Wi-Fi hookup for other dicks. It sends out dick signals. Yeah, let dick me, signals. Let's get back on track. Let me ask you guys some stuff. Okay, I found this article on a site that's called WhatCulture.com, and they pose it: seven awesome James Bond fan theories actually improve the films. Yes. And I want to kind of sh- throw them out to you quickly, kind of rapid fire, to see how you feel about them. What's okay. your flavor? Is if you think it's accurate, especially you, Brian. Gum. I think you got it's a really a good Sunday. temperature reading, huh? Nothing. So it's the bubble gum. It's the tin roof Sunday. Is what he said. Sure. Okay. I gotta shut the fuck sense. up. Just tell me to shut the fuck up, Roxy, and I'll shut the fuck up. Shut the, shut fuck, the fuck up, up Donnie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good burgers, is. Walter. Um, shut the fuck of, up, Shawnee. <laughs> one of the theories is that Raul, Raul Silva is M's son, and Raul Silva we're referring to in. Um, Skyfall. Skyfall, yeah. Right. Not his real name. Uh, Portrayed by Javier Bardem. Yes. Yeah, not the character's real name, but the uh, code name that he goes by, which some people claim uh, further uh, uh, leads credence to another one of the Bond theories that I'll like to discuss in well, a few minutes about that th- Bond being 19 different freaking people. But. Well, they're saying that Raul Silva is an anagram for a rival soul. That's why he's so competitive with Bond. I mean, he used to be an agent with Bond. Yeah, he's, he's, he, the, it's alluded to heavily that he's a double. A yeah, there's double no agent. confirmation that he was a double O agent, but it's heavily implied. Mm. I personally think that he is, huh. and it's very possible that uh, he was declared dead and replaced by somebody else. Hell, maybe he was the old 006, maybe he was the old 005. Maybe no, Sean 00- Bean is the only 006, and he has well, to die like everybody else. Sean Bean was not the only 006. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, Alec Trevelyan was not the only 006. Uh, hell, uh, there are some people that actually think uh, Silva was the old 007. Mm-hmm. Oh, the original oh, 007. Interesting. Possiblemente. Mm-hmm. Well, let me pose it. Let me present this idea to you that the quote says, Upon her arrival in Scotland with Bond, M says, Orphans always make the best recruits. So her coldness in making split second decisions regarding her agent's lives is bolstered by her remark. So what if Silva is another of her orphan recruits and also actually her adopted son? Wow. 
That's interesting. I mean, you guys remember that scene, right? He calls her mother, but don't don't they kind of establish that, like, all of the agents kind of call her mother? Mm. Because her name's M, and she's a lady. Oh, shit. Does anybody else call her mother? Because Judy Dench was the first female M. M was a man. Craig calls her Marm. Mom, mom, marm, mom, marm. That's also a British, like that's British vernacular where they just call people, you know, a, a, yeah. a, like a sign of respect to older women. They say, "Hey, hey, mum." Hey, well, 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 ma'am, hey. ma'am is pronounced mom, mom in British, and then mom is mum. So it's easy to get the two yeah. confused. Can um, I take a shit in your britches, mum? <laughs> uh, so that's. Um, I said. just shit it's... your pants. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Shawnee. Shut Shut up. Up. <laughs> So, uh, it's possible. What do you um, think? It's possible. I I am still uh, yeah, and I have several friends that are Bond fans that we discuss whether or not we think uh, Silva is double agent. And uh, I I personally uh, like to think that he was the 007 before Bond because mm-hmm. if we're going with Daniel Craig being the chronologically first James Bond with mm-hmm. uh, uh, obviously Casino Royale being his first mission ever, that would place Skyfall as being what his third mission mm. and so I mean he's still relatively new so old 007's got to be out there somewhere or dead right yeah because Ooh. double O agents replace each other Ooh. it's possible that Silva was and yeah. he, again he had some other name became a double O agent got his new name okay cool rock and roll hmm. got disavowed by MI6 and wow the rest is interesting history. interesting okay well what about this um uh, this is kind of actually no, you know they, they're saying that Sherlock Holmes, uh, that he's an MI6 agent. Uh, yeah, I've actually heard that one. Yeah. I like that one. I don't think there's quite enough to support it, but I, I really do like it. And if yeah. uh, Benedict Cumberbatch found a way to cameo in right? Spectre, I would jizz my pants. <laughs> yeah, I can just see Benedict Cumberbatch right now. Oh my really? name is Bond. <laughs> uh, question. Didn't you say that when Lee and Fleming were working, they actually based their operations out of Baker Street? Yes, ah, actually. That's so cool. That I, I thank you for remembering it that. Uh, that's a conversation that's awesome. that we had. Um, Nerd level. Although, although Intel is not one hundred percent, and I'm sure there were multiple locations. It is believed that one of the locations that they operated out of was in fact Baker Street, oh. which just makes the whole Sherlock thing that much better. Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah, that's yeah, really it's close. super cool. Okay, what about this one? Sean Connery is Daniel Craig's father. and this That's is a Indiana throwback. Jones fans taking it way too far. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's a throwback to Brian's comment about the gravestone where it says Andrew, Andrew Bond. Bond. Yeah. And actually it says, the theory goes, his full name was actually Andrew James Bond and that he was one of MI6 agents until his retirement following the You Only Live Twice mission. Um, and then there it says... Uh, Bond, the theory goes that Bond then spends the rest of his life in the Skyfall Mansion, where he has a son, who he also names James. The younger Bond is raised with his father's values and traits, and is recruited by M when his father dies. Alluding to the orphans always make the best recruits. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, the theory is also supported by um, the inclusion of the same exact Aston Martin DB5 used by Connery in Goldfinger. 
It has the same registration, same gadgets, same everything. Um, other DB5s in other films uh, don't have any of those qualities. Yeah. So it's totally plausible that he, yeah. Craig, inherited the car from Wow. Conan. It, it is would... possible. It is also possible that it's just the same guy. I know, right? It's but so easy it, to defunct it. it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an easily defunct fan uh. theory, but I do like it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's easily uns- insubstantiated by the books because the books mention Andrew and Monique de la Croix uh, well mm. before they establish, you know, Skyfall. So it's, I mean, interesting, interesting. Yeah, what do you guys Roxy, think? Of the ep- yeah, can I can I do the next one, please? Yes. <laughs> All do right. It. So the next one, Brian, is that John Mason from The Rock yes. is Can actually see- James Bond. Have you seen The Rock? You guys have seen yes, The Rock, seen right? The oh, Rock. it's one of my favorite Open fucking movies from my childhood. Action movies I saw where I was like, I shouldn't be seeing this. Yes, so good. Open your cunt. So? Yes. What do you Open your cunt! The best blooper ever. <laughs> and then uh, Nicolas Cage as Stanley Goodspeed. God, no. That's... <laughs> That's just, that's just absurd. It's just I, what kind absurd. of what kind of evidence do they give to back that one up? Uh, they just kind of say that because he's this he's this dude who's like a shadow who was some British or like European Secret Service guy that they had locked up for treason mm-hmm. and a bunch of other shit or whatever, and for like being a spy. That it's like, well, if James Bond's a code name, if you buy into that thing, that it's that it's you know that he could be James Bond, but this his John Mason was his real name, and that's what he went into prison under, or that's that was his code name, yeah, for that mission that he got caught on, and it fits the timeline because he's a British national who goes to he gets incarcerated on Alcatraz in 1962, yes. escapes in 63, and then so begins his early 60s portrayal as the Bond character. I mean, you could make that, I guess. It's just it seems so far fetched. It's interesting though, huh? much like many of the Bond plot lines so um are you kidding me brian the world is not enough is a fucking masterpiece there was a woman named christmas jones god damn it (laughs) and christmas came more than once that year oh god that was so horrible but i loved it at the same time this is these are two that i really think are adorable as far as series goes that james bond is either an illuminati entity or Mm. a time lord I like the Time Lord. The Time Lord made me giggle a little Isn't bit. Isn't that cute? Uh, the Illuminati entity. Because he regenerates? I, I know a lot about <laughs> yeah. that one. Exactly. Um, that's, Pyramids, people. Pyramids. Yeah, that's a theory that people have about him is that he's a Time Lord and he just and he's just been going back between the 60s and, and the 70s and the 80s. And yeah. And so wow. I think that's I think that's Just like cute. Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's all we got for um, the Bond theories on that. Well, there's, well and the, then there's the Grand There's the Grand Duchess, uh, oh. the Grand Duke of all Bond theories. Which is that we talked about before. I was that, just saying on this website. On that yeah. way. So let's let's get to that one. Yeah, because please. The, give more. So the theory, as it states, is that, again, James Bond 007, the full name is an alias. Ooh. Right? Yes. Some people argue that Skyfall validates the theory. Many people argue that Skyfall blows the theory wide open because you see Bond's backstory and because you see his parents and his graves and all that stuff. I say we discuss it now. Trial by combat. <laughs> Trial by combat! Trial by combat! I want Tyrion Lannister fighting for me. Oh, fuck. Great. Wait, so now, Tyrion Lannister, not Jamie Lannister. Tyrion, I can kick that kid's ass. Yeah, you you can try. He's Tyrion's tiny. a little badass. No, he actually can throw down. I just Dude, saw the most recent episode. Peter Dinklage is a badass. I'd like to see Peter yes. Dinklage's Bond. Anyway. I um, can't wait. Did you guys see a preview for Pixels yet? Yes. Pixels oh, my now. God. Peter Dinklage? Where he like he's he's uh, he's this like Donkey Kong champion coming out of prison, and they just show him sitting there with the shackles on, and then he's just like, ooh, 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 ooh. 
When they're talking about Donkey Kong, I was like, I will suck your tiny little dick, Peter Dinklage, if you let me. Shut the fuck up. Shut wow. his dick. So back to theories. I sucked his um, dick off, man. <laughs> I don't know if I have a dog in this fight. I can't really speak too much to it. So Brian, I've got a large Dave. predatory cat in this fight. Yeah. Bigger than a dog, wow. faster. Yeah. I, I got a goddamn it. bald eagle in this fight. <laughs> and it's gonna a suck bald eagle versus a goddamn tiger? All right, tangent. Fuck okay. you, Nap. A tiger <laughs> would destroy... Destroy that animal. You guys okay. are nerds. Stop. So, look, I'm going to speak for Dave here, and I'll try to defend his theory, even though I actually believe in the other theory. But no, going back to debate class, you know, you got to know how to defend the other side. Um, I'm going to defend the statement that it's not true, that, that Bond is just been played by different actors, and that it is not a different. Uh, alias assigned or sign, one alias assigned to different men who have played it which unfortunately would mean the Idris Elba would never get to play Bond um, but Nap go ahead why? Your, your opening point so wait why does Brian think that you don't think Idris Elba can play Bond even if it's the same character it would be it just it would be inconsistent that's the only thing racism I would love to see. shut up Akbar um, the, uh, the way the theory basically works is that Bonds come and Bonds go but 007 is forever um, no, um, Connery's bond happened and then he died or he retired or whatever happened. And then he got replaced by another orphan who got brainwashed and they told him you're James Bond now. And he got trained up and he did his thing and then he died or retired. And then they got mm-hmm. another orphan and they brainwashed him and went, you're James Bond now. And they just keep doing that and they keep cycling it over and over ad infinitum ad nauseum. And the, oh, now it, he's it, using the big words, Brian, you Moriarty, you better get your shit together. Yeah. And then ipso facto expecto oh. patronum. <laughs> Don't try to outvex us with your vocabulary. No, you, so, that's like if like Harry Potter was the architect from Matrix movies. I got to use that again because it's hilarious. Keep bringing that yeah. guy up. Yeah. Um, hey, because you know what? That's the best thing that George Carlin ever parodied on MTV is on saying. Um, there, there are things that could support it. There are things that could really bust it open. And there's no clear, uh, there's no clear ruling either way. Mm -hmm. Um, the money pennies really throw a weird spin on it, uh, that there are two money pennies. Some people believe that money penny from the older Bond movies is actually the mother of the money penny now, implying that it is multiple James Bonds, because originally in the money penny books, her name is Jane money penny. And she's, uh, this, this secretary for MI6 and she got, uh, court martialed for misuse of government equipment and they won't let her in the field anymore. Whereas the newer money penny shot James Bond and they were like, okay, well you're on probation. Now you can go back into the field. And she's like, eh, fuck it. I want to be a secretary uh you know i don't feel like shooting any more of our people um and then that one is eve so you've got jane and you've got eve money penny now you never get money penny's name in the movies of the you know the older bond movies but, but in the novels in the her name books. is jane uh the, what was that it's but in the novels her, you said yes in the novels her name is jane yeah now the new girl who is quite possibly the third most beautiful woman on the face of the earth uh is eve money penny and I love her chemistry say, with Craig and Oh, Sky my God. Yes. They, oh, they were the things, great together. The things I would do to that woman if she would let me. Oh. Um, She's a babe. But, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, some people go, oh, well, because they referenced Money Penny's husband at some point in time in one of the stories, one of the books, mm. whichever it was. And so, then, did Money Penny get married? Is she 
you know, whichever, you know, cranks out a kid, bam, is this chick goes on to work for him. Cranks it out, out a like a jack in the box. She spits it out. Oh, you fucked up my thing. I know. So because right, uh, I'm tired of you. <laughs> so yeah, is this you know, is this her is this her daughter or who the hell is this? So that's that's one possible thing that could mm. uh, feed the this is multiple James Bonds uh, fire, uh, or it's just the same girl and just chronologically just this is when she you know got her position at MI6. So since they never gave a name for her in the older movies, could go either way, right? Uh, then there is the obvious technology gap. You know, you hit in the '60s, you've got you know pretty basic technology. Computers aren't really like what they are yeah. nowadays so you get these like you know little fucking scrotum sized computers that bonds <laughs> rolling around with now versus computers taking up a whole freaking room in the 60s i mean is it the same guy that's been going for the past 50 years uh, yeah. probably not but you know, who the fuck are we right hmm. um the m's also make it a little cloudy because mm-hmm. you've got male M, then female M, then big fucking spoiler alert at the end of Skyfall, female M dies, mm. and you get male M. It's been a couple of years. You should have seen it by mm-hmm. now. Um, but yeah, so some people say, okay, well, Judy Dench was female M during Casino Royale, which was supposed to be Bond's first mission. Okay, his first M was a female, and then she dies in Skyfall. Well, Pierce Brosnan's M is also female. And yes, wasn't Judy Dench Brosnan's M? Yes, which yes. Is, makes it even yeah, more confusing. Yeah, from GoldenEye forward, right? Yeah. So yeah. are wow. we claiming Talk that the Brosnan security. movies happened concurrently with the Daniel Craig movies? Possible. Problem is, Money Penny is a secretary back during those movies. So was Money Penny a secretary? Then she became an a- agent. Then she became a secretary again. No, I th- her name that? is Money Penny. Do you think her name's really Money Penny? I'm gonna say that whoever the accountant is for MI6, her, her name is her code name is Money Penny. Also a possibility. Yeah, mm. but 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 hang on a second. Skyfall establishes that her last name is Money Penny. Oh, like so, it just happens. Well, yeah, for fucking that's on her ID that was fabricated by a covert government fucking organization, Brian. Fair. Yeah. Fair James say, Bond has a name tag that says James Bond on it. Like another Man. thing that goes with that theory though that it's a code name is if his name's really James Bond, he says he's James Bond when he rolls up to fucking like Casino Royale. He sits down, he's like, I'm James Bond, I'm here to play poker with you fuckers. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> again, and that's and I think I think that's <laughs> the fuckers. one big piece of evidence is that you because you see mm-hmm. Skyfall. Because you, and I'm repeating myself, I know, but because you see his whole backstory, because you meet the guy who was there when his parents died, mm. you know, and he said that basically the little boy died. It was very Batman like, by the way, I pretty much think they took Dark Knight and they just turned it into a Bond movie. You got some Dark Knight Skyfall. vibes, yeah. There's, yeah. Fa- there's another fan theory Bruce uh-huh. Wayne uh. is James Bond. <laughs> Fuck off. Be Bond, Bruce. Bruce Bond and is actually <gasps> Alfred's son, but Alfred put him with this family so that he could raise him, but oh, not fuck. really. Are we talking money. Michael Caine? Alfred, Alfred had his oh, parents God. killed. Oh God, I've gone cross-eyed. Um, oh God, I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. Wow. I mean, that's a that's a pretty big bullet. You no, know, that gets fired from the, a very big smoking gun. Mm. I'm just saying, like. <sighs> They'd have to do some crazy ass retconning, unless that's part 
of the brainwashing theory that they actually have this one place that's a cover and that the gameskeeper is actually working for MI6 too and that it's part of the indoctrination that like they established this relationship whoa holy fucking now now I've gone cross high but uh, (laughs) if that's the case then Kincaid the gameskeeper would have to not know what MI6 was doing right he'd have to be in the dark right because we're starting to talk in code (laughs) yeah I mean I mean here's the thing because it's a conspiracy theory Again, there is there's an innate sense of irrationality to it, so you can find some way of justifying it no matter what, right? Wow. Yeah. However, can you support it based off of what's in the novels, or can you support it based off what's in the movies? And the answer is you really can't. You really can't do it. As much as we would love to think that Bond was an alias, you see his file, but his file says, in Skyfall, his file says Bond. It says it on the fucking title of the file. So mm. is there some document in there that says what his real name is? Well... Maybe, but we don't, we don't see it, so we need to see the evidence. Kind of gives me just mind control vibes. I mean, there is a whole scene in Skyfall where the, the the interviewer is asking him, you know, name association questions, right? Like right. this, that, and the other. And I think that was an interesting kind of insight into just how big of a psychological mindfuck MI6 is and how it really takes control of these people's lives. And, I mean, yeah, they're doing it for the British government, yeah, for king and country, but it's... It's mind washing. It's 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 mind control, and it's also brainwashing, in the same vein of. It's like Jason Bourne, basically. Yeah, yeah, they're erasing a person and putting in their own, their own plans for it. Yeah, right? their own identity. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it and, makes you wonder: Does he have a chip in his neck? You know. Like, right. And I guess in an age of the Bourne identity, you mm-hmm. know, where those movies are popular now and those books are popular, yeah. that it's easy for those, you know. Why those not? theories to get cross-pollinated and they think, oh, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, MI6 had been doing that to Bond the whole time? <laughs> you know, I'm sure that's what happened. It probably was right like this, yeah. except it was college students and they were surrounding a bong. Sean, <laughs> Sean, no offense. I was probably in that circle, too. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I was in there twice. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the fence. I, yeah. I for, for me, I love fantasy. So mm-hmm. I love getting caught up in the whimsy of the, uh, that idea yeah. that Bond, yeah, fuck yeah, it's an alias. <laughs> because it would support Nap's best idea ever, which is to have Sean Connery come out of retirement to play a Bond villain and say the following lines. So, Mr. Bond, we meet again. No, I don't believe we have. Oh, no, we've met. I used to be you. And in, oh, in, 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 I just came out of my pants! What the fuck was that? That was awesome. And in fact, <laughs> that would be the time where you, where Bond finds out, oh, fuck. I've been a sleeper agent, you know, or I've been, I've been, in, I, I'm not actually who I really am. Oh. And he has this identity crisis. And now he has to fight this guy. And then who's he starts rogue. trying to kill Joan Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Joan Allen have to get involved? And then Alfred comes back again. Oh yeah, yeah. As yeah. both the CIA guy and as Kincaid. Daniel Craig could play that so well. Right. Just the Wouldn't shock he? on his face, the disappointment, the, the the fear, the oh, the terror, the sheer terror. You know what I'd like wow. to see. Mm. I'd like. I think I'd like to see Russell Brand as James <laughs> Bond. Are we gonna what? ask? Are is there another M? Is that <laughs> is that new M? Is the bloke? <laughs> I don't Go like it when things change. I don't. <laughs> Duffy, <laughs> Duffy, they changed the name of the, of the lady. There's the man now. It's the leader of MI6. I don't like it. <laughs> so um, that actually brings up an interesting uh, conversation topic that we had. Um, Craig's getting a little old. Hmm. No, he's not. Fuck that. You can play him until he's 60. He's, he's 47. 
Well, and the retirement yes. age is 45. How old is he? Retirement age, retirement age for MI6 agents or for double O's is 45 years old. And, and he's 47? 47. Seven, yes. He can still play, you know, 45. Ooh. But, I mean, I'm sure he wants to go off and do other things with his life. And plus, I mean, how long is he going to be able to pull off 45? And plus raking the bond money because he's he can now retire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's uh, busy making the road, too. Who would you guys see being a good bond to replace him? You're going to hate what uh, I have to say. But I'll oh, yeah. let everybody else talk first. I'll shut the fuck Idr- up. Idris Elba. Yep. Easy. Yeah, Idris Elba, and I think like the majority of fandom would like, yeah, we want to uh, see That Bond. was That was automatic yeah. for me. We, we, we when just, that was we want suggested, that to be Bond. Like, He'd be done. so good. I, and I agree with that. I would like, but since to throw in some variety. Why? I yeah. don't wanna. <laughs> uh, there have been, I mean, I'll just throw a couple other. Channing Tatum. <laughs> Channing Tatum. So, Manim Bond. So first of all, Nap- Jeff Nap- Bond, no Jeff Bond, <laughs> my, my name, my name, Bond, Jeff Bond. Uh, so, my name's um, Jeff Bond. So anyway, sorry, moving moving this momentum forward. Sorry, shut the fuck up, Shani. Um, Magic so, Bond, naked dancing up. Bond. Sean, shut up. So oh, that'd be wonderful. Nap said, you know what? There really should be. I'd love to see an American actor play Bond, which I say, blasphemy! Yes. However, nothing to say you can't make him North American. What? So, Canadian? Yes, a Canadian Bond who plays British. He still plays it British. Don't get me wrong. Who do we know that's Canadian? That's the thing. I couldn't Alan find a Canadian Cumming? actor. No, 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 Alan I couldn't Cumming. find Alan a Canadian Thick? actor. <laughs> Alan Thicke, exactly. Alan no, Thicke. I couldn't Ryan find Reynolds find. is Canadian. I, true. So Ryan Reynolds. I couldn't find a, a, a Canadian actor who is old enough, because he's a little young. You need to give him, like, another 10 years before you could do it. But I, I just I couldn't find someone who had that same kind of swagger that Bond has. Reynolds would be Bond making fun of everything. Yeah. And being snarky and being Way sarcastic. sarcastic. And that just, that's not Bond. Mm-mm. That's just not Bond. So, with the except, I mean, even though he would be a great Bond. So why did you think North American, then? Well, just because Canada's in North America, just because they, they've never done it. They, they've had they've had Welsh, okay. Scott, Irish. Thinking of all the former British colony, colonies, they've had mm-hmm. Australian. Um, be, no, be there French could be a Cornish Canadian. Bond. You just don't understand what he's saying, mm-hmm. um, you know. But so you just wanted to think about Canada because it was left out of the equation. And sure, it's still exactly. a British colony. All exactly, right. and still in the Commonwealth. So you know, yeah. it's faintly british <laughs> somewhat um, relevant but and i've heard other theories too like you know um because you don't hear about canadians and swagger in the same sentence yeah exactly <laughs> some people thought hugh Sorry. jackman could make a could make a, a good james bond and mm. he he could but he's also getting too old i think to play the part yeah. now um and then he'd just go into a musical number like two, th- two, mm-hmm. two thirds of the way through the, the no movie. swagger canadians my pick no swagger what the fuck okay. exactly is it then that wayne gretzky had uh, charisma? Um, no, he did not speak skills? well. No, that was wrong. <laughs> My he's good pick. at hockey, but you see him interview and he's like, oh, hey, hi. hi. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands, eh? Sean? <laughs> Sean's really stoned right now, so he's yes, not he listening. Is. I'm not uh, that stoned. My pick would be, um, oh my god, now you made me lose it. Uh, we from, made you eat! Uh, uh, Fassbender. Uh, Mike? Oh! Fassbender. Yes! Oh, Fassy Chief. 
He would Gina be awesome. and I are scared I think he would be a teeth. phenomenal Bond. Oh, yeah. He'd be great as um, Bond. Also, really quickly, I did some quick research when I was doing the Money Penny thing. I was just like, oh, my God, I had something else. I had something else. Um, it's kind of out of the Bond franchise, but in, I think it was the, I want to say it was the made-for-TV Casino Royale. They actually do reference Money Penny's daughter, Miss Money Penny. Aww. Yeah, and he's uh, Jimmy Bond in that, and he yeah. was played as an yeah. American working Jimmy for Bond. Uh, Jimmy a, a Two Dicks Bond. It's an abomination. First off, it's not even called. It's not even called Casino Royale. It's based off the story. He's Jimmy Bond. He's working for like a an international intelligence agency, and he's American and he's played American. So technically, has American played Bond? Yes, and it was a fucking a travesty. Who is the actor? Uh, name the name escapes me at the moment. Ah, Dick Balls. Tom Hanks. Name. <laughs> okay, so why don't we pose that? So okay, so who's your pick for? Oh, God. You said Idris Elba, right? Sean said Idris Elba. If there had, I didn't to say be... Idris Elba. Who'd you say? Who'd you say? I didn't say. We're, didn't. we're saving mine for the last. Fine. Ah, that's right. I want to ask the other question though, because maybe this is just a quick little Queen detour. Latifah. Queen Latifah. Queen <laughs> Latifah. If you had to cast an American Bond, Boo. if you absolutely had to, who, who would play him British? Mm. And not get shit kicked at him for doing the accent wrong. Who would it be? Johnny Depp. No. <laughs> Jerk. Or um, Robert Downey Jr. No. I'm going to shoot you in the face now, Savvy. God, I don't know. <laughs> M. I'm on the spot. I found Goldfinger. <laughs> Matt Damon. No. <laughs> Matt Damon did play Bond. <laughs> exactly. I mean, come on, really? <laughs> I'm going to go Kevin American Smith Bond. and say Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck could play the shark in Jaws. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Very oh, Bond. Spacey. That'd be classy as fuck. I would love to see Kevin Spacey as a Bond villain. Yeah. Oh, he'd be a great Bond villain. I don't know. I say uh, they do a crossover and Bond has to kill fucking... Uh, Frank. Jason Bourne? Frank Underwood. Yeah. Frank Underwood. Bond has to Frank kill Underwood Frank Underwood. Be, <laughs> I almost said Disney villain. He is a uh, Disney villain. In many I would also years. like to see Jeremy Irons. Oh, yeah. So many good Bond villains, and I feel like there are so many more that they that they have yet to do. I'm glad that uh, Christoph Waltz is going to be playing a Bond villain. Not All just right. a Bond villain. What about Leo Bond DiCaprio? Yeah, playing... What about Leo DiCaprio? Leo DiCaprio as Bond? Yeah. Can you, can you do the I, accent? I'd cast well, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Tom Hardy! I'd cast Tom Mark, Hardy's fucking British, and no, you can't say Tom Hardy, because Tom Hardy's part but of my three-part thing at the end of this. Oh, uh, okay, fine. All right. Um, he's not American, that's why. He's not American. Was, yeah, he's I British. Know, but I'm just thinking, um, like, he'd be a good... I, I would you know. cast freaking uh, uh, other one from The Departed before... Mark Wahlberg. Alec <laughs> <laughs> Baldwin. Hey. hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I shot Marky you Mark. in the chest. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Fuck you, Blofeld. Fuck hey, you Blofeld. yo, what's up? You lead a respecter, right? I'm James Bond. <laughs> I do spy stuff. Most people want to shoot you. I just want to talk to you, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so were you saying Wahlberg oh, or were you saying somebody else? Huh? Who were you saying? Who was that? Robert? American? Yeah. Robert Downey huh. Jr. Um, RDJ's getting a little old, bro. Uh, Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond. <laughs> He's a little preoccupied. He's good at stabbing people. <laughs> He's really good. He's got a great aim. Um, Him and Christopher <laughs> Lee back in the day used to kill oh, the fuck out of fuck. people. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know. He was the um, missing piece of that equation. You know, uh, fucking Oscar Isaac. I, Oscar Isaiah, really? Yeah. Is he American? Or Oscar Isaac. 
I thought it was I thought it was pronounced Isaiah. Why don't you look it up, Brian? Fuck if I know. I don't think he's American, is he? Have he, you ever heard anything pronounced Isaiah? He's raised. I think he was raised in America. I think he's from Argentina. Yeah, he's like. That makes American. him Argentinian. 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 All right, wait. Argentinian. Let's Argentinian. 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 forever. Can we go back to the other thing? Yes. yes. Sean, go. We're struggling. All right. So I have three choices. Sarah Ashley has entered my body. Ah. So. <laughs> If we're hey, talking girl. about if we're talking about a bond that could take over and is a little he's 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 probably closer to Daniel Craig's age than we'd probably like to see in more sequels, but I honestly think that Jude Law would do a good job. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, he's gonna he's get his chance because he's doing a spy movie right now. Yes, yes. Wait, 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 wait. This is part of my three part dissertation on who I want to see as Bond. Now, if we were that's Guatemalan. closer to the age of Bond Sorry. we're used to. Now, if we wanted to go with an even younger Bond. James McAvoy. Aww. A little strawny. He's too cute. But yeah. Mm, oh, so the fuck what? You could put, he could just get on the goddamn Avengers diet and just get huge. That's true. Quickly. Look at what Chris oh, yeah, Pratt did. Chris face? Pratt Quick went silver. from a pudgy TV star to this fucking gorgeous no, fucking Chris washboard of a man. Goofy. Fucking Quicksilver. All right. Face? Now, now uh, I know Aaron Brian. Jo- Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor. Fuck Aaron Taylor Johnson. You didn't mm. see that coming when I that I was going to say that, did you? Uh, okay, so you established earlier that the the retirement age for MI6 is 45, right? Correct. Yes, now, what if we see a much older Bond and and his like his past is coming to haunt him. People are after him even after he's retired and he's like, you know, he's living a different life, but then he's got to be thrown back creativity. into it. But he's older. He's much older. Do you know who I really want to see play Bond if we can play him older? Uh, you ready for your fucking mind dicks and vaginas to explode? Bring it! I'm ready for my vagina to explode. Mm. Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, that I can was see it. I can see it. That was um, dark. Good. He'd get really if into it. He'd be like, "I went." He's like, "I did. I went method. Me and the skeleton of Ian Fleming and Christopher Lee went and killed the fuck. Killed the fuck out, a lot out of people." people. <laughs> Um, he had a seance that, and summoned everyone. The one that makes me a little sad that he's like pushing that barrier that he's like up at that age is uh, uh, what's his name Nikolai Kostler w- w- no. Walter Matthau. Nikolai Walter Matthau. The guy Walter Matthau should play Bond. Nikolai Koster. I put ten bullets into this gun. Nikolai Koster Walter. Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. Jamie Lannister from. Walter Matthau. <laughs> uh, if he weren't, if he weren't like really Walter like Matthau's pushing that place. age barrier, where you don't it's think like, he's, hey. you think he's getting older? He's forty-five. Oh fuck! Yeah. Which is, I mean, the guy looks great. The guy looks is... better at forty-five than I look now. He probably bathes in a lot of. I would say blood. if I just found out, <laughs> found the American Bond, who I would do. But again, he's also pushing the age line. James Dean Morgan. Ja- Ooh. James Dean, yeah. The Joe, oh, not the Joker. Um, he played the comedian, the comedian from, from Watchmen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Nice. She's a little rough, it. though, for me. Personally. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right there. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gordon-Levitt. He'd be like the he'd be like the Spider-Man teen years kind like, of. Right. Like standing on a soap. Oh, Andrew Bond Garfield. High like, yes. Andrew Garfield is Bond. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah bring back Bond. American Bond ever naps. Can we do? Can we do? Can we do and by the way, Bond by the way, that guy's like thirty-six. Oh, shut up. And oh, Andrew British Garfield's too. like 36 and he looks like he's, he's No, he's 30. He's 30 and he's British. Oh, and uh, Oscar Isaacs is Guatemalan. 
Nice. Guatemala. Guatemala. Uh, my apologies. He's a watermelon. watermelon. He's a watermelon. He's a watermelon. Jesus. He's a watermelon. <laughs> That's fucked up. Reminds me of those um those Starburst commercials from the nineties. They're not Starburst, but uh, the the ones that exploded. the Gushers. The Gushers commercials oh, where your head right. actually turn into a I dated the Gusher ones. We are uh we are way 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 over time. By the way, fuck so. time. Oh, so time fun to talk time about. is an invention by man. Time is a flat circle. Yeah, you commie. Hashtag alligator fuckhouse. Alligator fuckhouse. Favorite house. Bond theme? Alligator fuckhouse. Oh, Tom is a flat circle. Oh, Goldfinger. Much like Charlie Theron's chest. Goldfinger was chest. good. <laughs> Goldfinger was good. I will say Skyfall was, was is a good Bond theme. Uh, you know my Man name from... Uh, from you, you know my name from Casino Royale was yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. Fucking Soundgarden. I, well... It was uh, Audio Slave. Yeah. <laughs> so Cornell. good. Oh, man. But Adele. You man, know she, my she's... name. God, oh, I love that fucking finger. song. Can we play it right now? <laughs> Worst uh, Bond theme. Um, That's... I don't know that many. Dino, I Dino can tell day. you. Without contest. Worst, oh, wait. Worst the Bond Madonna movie. one. What was yeah. the Madonna song? Die Another Day. Yeah. Yeah. Worst Bond movie, hands down. I've got an invisible car. Fucking Die Another Day is the Batman. Kermit was in that. Die Another Day is the Batman and Robin of Bond movies. They even it have is, like really ice is. and an worst ice Bond girl. I like Halle Berry, but worst Bond girl. She's uh, also the worst Flintstones girl. Oh, albino <laughs> Korean McDiamond face for the bad what? Yeah, I mean, Fucking really? <laughs> for uh, for uh, for good the Bond themes, the Goldeneye theme was pretty awesome. To get Tian Turner, you the get Bond on the edge. Yeah. Gold, Goldeneye gave me a bone. <laughs> Goldeneye also had probably my favorite Jesus. Bond villain. 006 was an amazing Bond villain. Yeah, I totally. realize that's like a year ago we did that now. I know. For England, James. You guys, you guys, you guys, get ready. Here we go. There, for me. Oh, yeah. The official music video. Here it comes. If you take life, do you know what you'll give? I'll die, you won't like what it is. When the storm arrives, would you be seen with me? By the merciless eyes I've deceived. I've seen angels fall from lightning Ready to rock out? Does Can I do, do just one for a second? Yes. One of the best opening sequences, by the way. Too. Phenomenal opening sequence. I, I liked the opening sequence for Skyfall. Right? The song kind of, yeah, I'm not What the Adele. fuck is wrong I'm with you, Brian Nass? The song's beautiful. Adele's vocals couldn't do it for She you, won huh? best fucking song Oscar. She won an Oscar for that shit, I man. understand that. 
But like every, I listened to that song in the shower and cried and masturbated sounded like oh, hiccuping six on Three Six Mafia won an Oscar for Three Six Mafia. And Yanni got arrested for domestic violence. <laughs> Shit happens. Wear a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you so much. <laughs> I missed you so much. You guys can't see this, Love but Nap. Nap and Roxy are hugging. <laughs> I, words I can't describe how much I've missed Roxy, and this better make it. Hey, Vinny, when you hugged her, did both your dick slap her in the hip area? <laughs> I, I love Roxy more than I love any other woman who's not related to me. I just yeah. want everybody to know that. I know we're getting. Oh, Sean, why don't you guys just fucking get it over with? Hold on, Sean. You're going to have to play this during the whole episode because he's about to go up the octave, and we have to listen to that. <gasps> Here it comes. Woo! I missed you too, Nap. I don't know. That's not in. Here comes your cousin. There you go. Oh, fuck. This song was in a Bond movie. (laughs) (laughs) I used to listen to that song for cardio purposes. (laughs) That was on my workout playlist. I masturbated. Wow. It's got right. a great tempo to it. Garbage yeah. did a Bond song? They did. Yeah. Uh, the garbage was, I enough. think, Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, no. It says The World Is Not Enough. Yeah. I thought, well, oh, I thought that was Cheryl Crow who did that. No. That is garbage. The World Is Not Cheryl Enough. Cheryl Crow. I, I, you know what? I think the problem is, is that we all recognize that Cheryl Crow is garbage, but it's a different. <laughs> there's a band named Garbage that did Fun another fact. One. Fun little fact. Uh, in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, when they're making the fake coat of arms for Bond, the Latin coat uh, coat of arms motto says the world is not enough. Huh, interesting. That's actually right. the Bond family motto. Yeah. Wow. Well, that right, was fun. F- well, no, we got one more song. Go ahead. But we're not going to play all of it. Okay. This one, I feel like, this one and the movie it was attached to gets forgotten about a little bit because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Is this Jack White one? Look at Sean's face. Oh god, this Alicia Keys Jack fucking White combo is amazing. So good. And Quantum of Solace was good too. Fuck everyone that says otherwise. Quantum of Solace for me wasn't super memorable. It was good, but it wasn't memorable. It was very forgettable. Was it though? Yeah. So, for the for fun fact, For Your Eyes Only was actually a compilation of short stories. Yes. For British Eyes Only. There's actually short stories they haven't adapted yet. Wow. There's actually novels they have not I'm produced. I'm really hoping for uh, Colonel Sun and was it Scorpio? Scorpius? Scorp- Scorpius. Scorpius, yes. I think it's a Colonel Sanders. No, Colonel Angus. Colonel Sun is actually. <laughs> Colonel Angus? Yeah, you find out that there's actually um, a whole illegal chicken trafficking thing going on. <laughs> Has to we bring. broke Roxy. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh, I'm just picturing a bunch of chickens eating each other out. <laughs> Aren't we all? Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm very upset now. The main thing we need to get across here, folks, as I finish my beer and my giant bowl of weed is that 
Ian Fleming and Christopher Lee killed the fuck and probably <laughs> fucked the fuck out of a lot of people. Hey guys, like, before we leave, I'm trying to find this the Bond topic. villain who got shot through the fucking heart by a bow and arrow. Wow. Uh, he was in one of the stories. Wow. He was in one of the stories and he didn't make it to. He was in one of the novels and he did not make it to the movies. My only, my only issue with uh, Colonel Sun, actually, why I don't know if they could make it into a movie is because they'd have to kill him off a different way because they stole the way that Bond killed Colonel Sun <laughs> and used that on Silva. Huh. Like, that's how Silva fucking died. Or that's how Colonel Sun fucking died. Wow. Um, All I remember is the dude who had the um, metal hat. Odd job. job. Mm-hmm. And of course, Jaws. We didn't talk about Jaws. Yeah, buddy. Yes, well, well what is to there us. to say about Jaws? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Jaws, the giant <laughs> homicidal assassin who <laughs> falls in love with the girl with blonde pigtails. Sounds Broken just claw. like the Spielberg movie. Broken <laughs> Claw is the one where the guy gets shot with a fucking bow and arrow. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Hold on. Give me two why seconds here. Why couldn't the shark fall in love with the blonde girl, too? Hello. The shark. Sharks have feelings Jaws too, you know. Badass, Their brains man. are huge. Jaws, Jaws killed a fucking shark. <laughs> he did kill wow. it. They threw him in with a shark and he was just like, okay. nom 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 nom. <laughs> I think there's only one thing that could be said about Jaws and it's been said by this man. If you pull up a Kermit the Frog no, sound. No, no, no. <laughs> if you pull Kermit out of that. Is it, is it playing okay, ad? Is YouTube fucking playing This ad? is the only man that has anything to say about Jaws. A great Bond villain. You took me out of the deep blue. You took and you made me, you made me, made me part of you. Sean, we're going really is not amused. Bill Bryant? Which Brian? Star Wars. <laughs> Nothing but Star Wars. Oh, and on that note, shall we transition into feedback? Yeah, listen to feedback. Hey, yo, this is Johnny Fakefell. Some people called, they left messages, but fuck them. We don't got more time left, all right? Listen to feedback. Yeah. Talk about um I know I'm fucking with everybody. Vincent I'm just making it longer. Paris. So Vincent says Mad Max and other stuff. Hi nerds, love the movie so much I wrote a review on Facebook. I was hoping you check it out. It's not long, but I'd like to know what you think is I'd like some constructive feedback that the pros that you are. Aw, thank you. Well, gave us a review on iTunes. Thank you very much, sir. And I was wondering if you could change the name Vincent from Paris to Vincent from Chiang Mai. Oh, he's in Thailand. Because that's where he lives now. He's really looking forward oh, to the sweet. Western. How are the underage male prostitutes going there, Vincent? 
Wow. Uh, I can speak for him when I say they're going great. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, did you want to mention the Twitter war that we started on behalf of your posting of your... Oh, my God. I got to talk shit about this dumb fuck. Dude, it was fucked up. It got violent. It there were didn't get violent. I had to end it with trial by combat. Otherwise, there was no else to go. Sarah handled it pretty well, but... Okay, go ahead. Man. He starts eating popcorn. Yeah, she's like, pass the popcorn, bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. she's always like, she puts eats popcorn every time she's like nervous slash wanting to see what happens. Yeah. Yes. I'm just here for the comments. Seriously, it's very, it's traditional. It started out with, I was bored slash mm-hmm. high slash. Mm-hmm. And so he texts his brother to ask him what to want to watch. But then he also posts his entire movie shelf collection. I posted all the shelves and then. Fucking egomaniac. Uh, Red's Freaky was like, oh, we got a lot of movies, too. Here's a picture, and there's a bunch of VHS tapes and other stuff, this big thing. And they're like, oh, I didn't get the pictures of all of them. And then their friend... Not including digital. And Nerdonomy, we responded, or Sean counted, he has more. God bless three to four packs of movies. Uh, Red's Freaky replied, apparently I missed another bookcase and under the television. Oh, and then uh, I guess Sean, at this point, were you speaking on behalf of Nerdonomy? Because I think a lot of no, yeah, I was I was posting from Nerdonomy, and just the Red actually, Red's Freaky was the first person to go. If he wants to take part in this SmackDown, it'll be about three weeks before I'm back there, and that's right when it became like a competition. Because I was just like, oh, send me how many? I want to know how many you have. I want to know how many I have. Sean, you opened it up by saying we're going to need a solid count to settle this. I think the fact that you said settle this opened uh, a possibility well, for there right. to be kind of a triggering yeah, there. Of like, still, oh. but then this douchecock Alexis Smolensk at Tau of D&D was like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. And, and adding stuff on digital, something like 1,200 titles altogether. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, do we count? Well, how do we count TV shows? Are we counting TV shows at all? And then this Alexis fucking character is like, oh, rules now? And I was like, okay. Eat well, he said, as the things. owner, I don't feel the need any to settle anything. You want more titles, then you win. So he kind of conceded because it was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, agree no, no, to no, disagree. No. Yeah. And then I was, and then <laughs> Jess the Red was like, okay, not sure what happened to the oh for the love of the movies nerdery. Yeah, it and got then, personal really fast. Um, dude named Alexis, which is unfortunate. Sorry, so your parents named you that. That sucks. Was, <laughs> uh, said was mysteriously replaced by a pissing contest. And I was like, no pissing contest here, just nerding out. And then they're like all super fucking pretentiously, Alexis, the dude, says, a rose by any other name, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, okay, now you ate a bag of dicks. Now I need you to sit on that bag of dicks. I know you already ate them, so you have to shit them out and then put them right back in. That sucks. You're being so confrontational, though. Really, it was just like it could have gone so many different ways. The conversation. Oh no, I know. I don't really care. I I just figured this was good radio. Does anybody really feel this way? No. Oh no, No, I I don't. I think this is all. What happens when we put our feelings in text? Yeah, they get misinterpreted, and oh, then yeah. wars have been started. I put my genitals. No, but in I'm text. a douchebag, so it's okay. <laughs> you I are did a this bag. on purpose. I yeah. like to start things, but it's cool because we got a handful of, like new followers after that. So yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? I, I love, I love journalism to get in text arguments via is, Twitter. Though. I love to get into text arguments, and when they're dot dot dotting, you say no, stop <laughs> talking. I don't want to continue this conversation. You <laughs> no, you stop exactly. dot dot dotting. I love how Sarah handled those. Though she was like, hey, pass the popcorn, and then Red Streaker was like, yeah, pass it. And I was like, get me in on this shit. Fucking trial by combat. And nobody responded to that. How come there wasn't any bloodshed? I know. For I the record, bloodshed. Red's Freaky and Alexis, I'm fucking with you. I don't really Good. care. I just thought that that would be hilarious to be a total asshole. And uh, if you don't find it hilarious, then please send me an email or a message on Facebook or Twitter. And I will gladly apologize. 
Yeah, because because I'm Sean Moriarty. And I apologize. There you go. <laughs> Sean, I apologize, Moriarty. I like it. <laughs> there you, you go. Have no idea how much that really is my name. Uh, no idea. Let's uh, wrap this mother up. So thank you for the feedback, guys. You can continue continue to do so. Vincent by, from Chiang Mai. By looking us up on the interwebs at yep. Nerdonomy, you will find us through our many social media venues. Mm-hmm. You may also go to nerdonomy.com and click on the Talk to Us link where you can give us feedback directly through there. Or you can also, while you're there, hey, you can buy a t-shirt. You can uh, you can also give us some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a donation through PayPal or through one of our affiliates through Audible or Amazon. Uh, and Instagram. You can and check out our Instagram at Check out our square shape shit. It's yeah. awesome. Uh, more importantly, folks, spread the word of nerd. Tell your friends. We have a mm-hmm. tremendous backlog of over 120 episodes. Spread the word of nerd like podcast. what, Brian? <laughs> spread I the have word a podcast. Like Could a you turd? listen to it? It's like spread the word of nerd like a bird turd because they get everywhere. <laughs> they get there everywhere. Mm-hmm. Folks, we are all turning into pumpkins, so it is that time. Wow. Uh, I do want to thank Nap for being on the last Nap, two episodes. Nap, yay! You're the best, Nap. Thank you. We love thank you. you. Joining us. I miss uh, you. And thank you. It was awesome. Nap, on behalf of Deuteronomy, uh, thank you for your service to yes. our country as yes. well. Yes. Thank you. Nap is in the U.S. Air Force. He's on leave, and he will be hopefully yeah, be back to join us. Semper the Marines, Roxy. Oh, shit. Sorry, I fucked that up. Uh, it's cool. Fly, fight, and win is what we say. It's not nearly as cool as Semper Fi. Semper like, you can't be running down a battlefield going, <laughs> fly, fight, and win. But it does have some chutzpah <laughs> to it. Chutzpah. I like the chutzpah. <laughs> yes. Um, and we hope that you will be returning to us safely. Though, I mean, you're not in a combat zone, so you're, you're probably going to be okay. But um, <laughs> You're you, probably going to be okay. Unless but, the carpal <laughs> tunnel gets to him. <laughs> Damn it. That um, you'll be returning us safely very shortly. Uh, permanently. Um, yeah, next year. So, Yay. nerds, it is that time. Until we meet again, stay nerdy. And tune into our next exciting episode. Same nerd time. Same nerd channel. Nerdonomy.com. See ya. Bye. Later. And roll credits. And now, famous movie quotes you should not say during sex. This never happens to the other fellow. <laughs> <laughs> Love Catch it.